With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Brent Steve here. Hey, Larson. And we are joined today by Karen Peterson. Longtime friendo, contributor to Post Wrestling, covering New Japan, TJPW, Stardom, and more. She's got a weekly Joshi Pro Wrestling column over at Post. She's a translator, a content creator with Twitch's Sports Accelerated Program, and she's recently had an interview with Go Ace, Hiroshi Tanahashi, published by Pro Wrestling Illustrated. But more importantly than more important than all that, <laughs> by far, this is the first time that she's here at Going in Raw after five years of rejecting. Our invitations, Karen. It's about time. Why have you rejected us for five years? Well, remember, I, I always say, this is why you get cut out of the photo, the group photo, Stephen. Then I, I always side with Larson because Larson Rose. I've been here and I've been waiting. <laughs> it's, it's totally our fault. It's totally our it is. fault. Uh, this is, this is how I look at it. This is. I tr- this is building anticipation to the historic yeah. moment. It's five yeah, right. years like, in the making. Veer yeah. is coming, but like on exactly. a much longer scale. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We're we're much bigger trolls than, than Vince McMahon are. Anyways, <laughs> hey Karen, it's great to finally have you here. Yes. Uh, first up, because you pay much closer attention to New Japan than we do. What was your reaction when they switch? When you found out they were switching up the format from the the standard uh, two block to now four blocks with, I think, eight more competitors involved. What was your reaction? Like, what do you think the deal is with that? Why did they do this? Uh, What I like about it is that apparently it's a throwback to something they did many, many years ago. But in recent years, NOAA has used the same format for their version of the G1 called the N1 Victory. So it's, you have a larger field, you have fewer matches per participant, you minimize injuries, you have more time limit draws, and it's very, it's not so cut and dry who's going to be eating all the losses and who's going to be getting all the wins. Yeah. So it adds a little bit more, you have more people, but you also have more excitement because there's a lot of unknowns. Yeah. And also, like, after last year with, you know, Ibushi getting hurt in the finals and Naito getting, like, shelved after his first match with Zack Sabre Jr., I think they wanted to take a more conservative approach to avoid any further injuries, especially if they wanted to expand the field for the 50th anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely something to be concerned. I mean, generally speaking, obviously, we all know New Japan, the hard-hitting, strong-style stuff. It, it can lend itself to that. Now, you look at AEW, they're, like, hit bad with injuries yes yes uh and so so yeah that that's kind of interesting that that would seem to be they'd be sort of taking they'd be learning some lessons about like oh we maybe we don't want these guys to be put in there but because especially now a lot of them are coming over here and doing work for strong there seems to be still that busy schedule but like you gotta they're still human like you gotta you gotta help their bodies Mm -hmm. out a little bit Mm -hmm. and the pandemic is still very much a thing over there so you can't afford to have anyone come go like well obviously they're not sending gonna send anyone over with covid but you sure as heck don't want anyone bringing it back over there or god forbid getting injured while they're over here and then having to drop them out of the g1 Right, right, right. Definitely. Um, big picture. So, like, it's funny, like, the the pictures of each of the blocks have, like, 
what seems to be like the favorite the <laughs> well kind of yeah like in, yeah. The, in the front like you know in in one of the in the in the a block you got okada front and yeah. center and that's that's a like comparatively speaking there's like like the c block here is a loaded it's stacked it's stacked yep. you got stacked. tanahashi naito kenta zach saber jr and Goto and Evil, and then you got Hanare, who might who might get a donut. I don't, I I gave him two points in my block. We're gonna go over like the points in our blocks, but like that's a stacked block. But then like Okada's block is like him and Cobb, and that's kind of it. And so it's, you haven't been watching New Japan Strong, have you? Okay, well, no, that's why we brought you that's here. Why, I know yes. Tom okay. Lawler's here, <laughs> but like, okay, so let's let's pivot to that now. Like, there are so Lawler's here. Uh, is Jonah, Jonah doing work for Strong right now? Is yeah. that where he is? Yeah. They've reunited TMDK. They've brought Mikey oh, Nichols over oh, from Australia. Cool. Shane Hayes got released, so he the, the, all of them are working in New Japan Strong al- along with working on the Indies. And also, Bad Dude Tito, who is a mm-hmm. indie performer, yeah. he's actually been brought into TMDK as a result of it. So there, he's oh. part of that faction now in New Japan Strong. I've seen him, and over I believe. In, yeah, I've seen him in Tito's LA fights. Bad Dude Tito is pretty cool. Like yeah, yeah, him. yeah. I believe he's going over to do the pre G1 tags. So he'll be over mm-hmm. there. I think I think it was him with he'll be with Jonah. Okay. For some of those those tags. I haven't looked at the full schedule of every single match because it's a lot of wrestling. So it let is. me ask you this about Strong um cuz that brings up a good point. So we all kind of know like given that primarily we cover obviously WWE and AEW, we understand yeah. the relationship for example between like WWE and NXT. Is yeah. strong comparable to that, or is strong? Are they trying to build up strong to make it m- less of like not really developmental, but its own thing? And they want to make a good showing with that with the G one. I think it started out as something for the wrestlers that were stuck outside of Japan to do. Honestly, for them to collect a, like to collect a paycheck for indie guys in the local area to collect paychecks because you know the pandemic put a lot of people out of work. Mm-hmm. But it also feeds into New Japan's American expansion that they've been talking about since 2017. Throughout the past two years, especially when they started to be able to tour and have fans at shows, it's gotten pretty big. It has a very rabid following. And there are people that go to every single show monthly. I wish I could, but, you know, Mm -hmm. airfare sucks. Um, Mm -hmm. But they've brought in some amazing talent. And, you know, some of them did get signed away by AEW, but are still allowed to work here and there. Um, They had talent that got poached by NXT, got released, and came right back afterwards. And it's it's slowly growing into something. It can be seen as a standalone product. I think it's more geared towards the American style to compete more with Ring of Honor, AEW, Impact, that genre of wrestling, because it has a lot more familiar faces. Occasionally you get a Tanahashi or an Okada or, you know, at the show in two weeks in Charlotte that I'm going to, it's going to have Despi, Kushida, and Hiromu. Hiromu hasn't been in the States since his injury in 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's going to be a really big deal. Yeah. I mean, it was, he was supposed to be at AEW a couple of weeks ago, but then yeah, he yeah. had a fever, so that kind of sucked. Yeah. But it, it's one of those things where they're slowly starting to ma- expand it because travel is easing on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then from the business, uh, New Japan business uh, pr- projection meeting today, they announced that they want to start bringing stardom over as part of New Japan mm-hmm. Strong. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and that was a That's big thing because, cool. they, you know, they ha- got a lot of pushback about, you know, not having stardom talent on Forbidden Door, even though it was a New Japan AEW show. A lot of the Western fans didn't understand. Yes, stardom works in the same parent company, but they're not New Japan's women's division. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, wait, so, is, so is the idea that Strong is going to have a women's division now because of stardom? 
I don't know if it's going to have a women's division, but if they start bringing stardom talent over, they may have guests come mm-hmm. over okay. or local indies come over. Because there's there's a thriving women's scene that isn't signed by AEW or uh, NXT or WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, pl- yeah. there's, uh, there's a, a gigantic pool of talent that could easily be pulled in any city. Yeah. Um, so That's relating true. that to the G1 then, like when I see Tom Lawler and Jonah, do you think like to sort of... I don't know, for lack of a better word, advertise that strong is a thing and it's something to be reckoned with. Do you see them having a strong showing in the A block here? Oh, absolutely. Tom Waller had the New Japan strong open weight title for a year. With, <laughs> Writing down my stuff now, yeah. With yeah. like over nine outstanding title defenses. Yeah. So if there was anyone that was going to be from New Japan Strong that would be picked, he's other than Fred Rosser, who signed later with later in the pandemic process with the company. It was. It had to be. Tom Waller's like literally the only option, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it it also it's great because it'll bring more. Like there are plenty of eyes in Japan on New Japan Strong, mm-hmm. but outside of Japan, even though it's like here in the United States, a lot of people don't watch it mm-hmm. because there's there's you know so much wrestling. There is a lot of wrestling. Yeah, I would dog mark Lawler as a dark horse to keep an eye on. Okay, interesting. All right, that's interesting. Um, Jonah, you know, he was great in NXT. He was beloved mm-hmm. in NXT. Mm-hmm. He's he has he's brought some of that following over to Strong. Him getting reunited with Shane and Mikey's been a great thing because he's been able to show more personality other than just the gir- ah big monster dude. Yeah. Um. But again, he's another one. He as soon as he got released, he got snapped up by Strong, and he's been able to go to like pretty much all the shows since his release. Mm-hmm. So he's another one that's been keeping the the New Japan Strong side of it afloat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Archer's mm-hmm. another great example. He main evented he you know during the pandemic, him and Mox kept going back and forth on AEW with the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. He lost the U.S. title to Tanahashi on the very first show with fans back after 18 months. Mm-hmm. He's a former, mem- well, he's still a member of Suzuki Goon, but yeah. he's not like over in Japan. He's he's like, it's kind of like the Super Juniors where they had like somebody from Impact, somebody from AEW, mm-hmm. somebody yeah. from like, it's that kind of format. Mm-hmm. So it, it's good that they're bringing in talent from the companies they've worked with mm-hmm. during the pandemic era because it brings eyes to those products. But it also brings fans from those like the AEW fans, brings them back over to New Japan where a lot of them got their start. So yeah. That's sort of speaking of the depth of the A block. I still see, though, I mean, even from an outsider's point of view, Okada and Jeff Cobb, that's got to be sort of the main thing about the, the A well, block, especially, right? Especially after last year where they were, you know yes. what, both the same record at the end and it came down the wire yeah. for Okada to get the win. Yeah, definitely. You think they'd have to be the two front runners in the A block. Yes. For sure. It, it, it's just very it was kind of it's kind of frustrating the way they did the, the the graphics this year because they have the staggered where you have like one person in the front everyone staggered behind them <laughs> so yeah. it's literally like you look straight down the page and you're like all right well you got you got your final right there it's or your semifinals right there it's okada jay tanahashi and i don't know who's in the center of the d block probably oh the d block yeah, osprey. was osprey oh it's osprey, Os- osprey. Yeah. yeah so i mean it, it's one of those you don't want to be like oh well, there's your there's your semifinals but mm-hmm, yeah. it's also one of those things where i think those are the four people that have the most to lose i think it's so, okada won yeah. it last year jeff cobb almost ran the table last year yeah, yeah. he set a record as the, like the first foreigner to almost run the entire like like in a sweep yeah mm-hmm. so i mean it, it's kind of hard for the other people in a block to stand out when mm-hmm. you know and because the last g1 was less than like just over six months ago mm-hmm. yeah right it was at yeah. the very end of last year so it's it's one of those things where there hasn't been a lot of time to marinate since then 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about the C block. I want to skip the B block for now. Let's go to the C block for now. Yeah, C block because is I think this. Loaded. Speaking of speaking of the pictures where people are staggered and stuff, I feel like the C block C block has the best chance of having the guy who's in the front not go mm-hmm. to the fi- to the semifinals, and that's Tanahashi of and course. Naito. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like, and I and I want to ask this. Obviously. Uh, covering AEW as extensively as we do, we all know that Tony Khan loves to talk a lot. And so we all know how he feels about Forbidden Door. Do we have a sense as to how New Japan felt about Forbidden Door? And the reason why I bring that up before you answer is Naito just recently, there was a comment, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was considered a throwaway comment or not, but he seemed to be annoyed that he wasn't invited to this thing. And of course, who was the guy in the main event representing New Japan, but the same guy sharing C block with him, Hiroshi yep. Tanahashi. Um, so I wonder if, like, are they, do you think that that might play into the story? How does New Japan, are, how are they sort of, I don't know, framing Forbidden Door? Do they give a shit about it? Uh, do, do you think that they were they were happy with, the, with, with how that went down? I think it was a litmus test to see what the potential could be in the future working with AEW. Mm-hmm. Now, the Naito comment comes from his New Japan site official blog. Like his backstage comments, Naito is known, especially with Tokyo Sports, for working the people. Mm -hmm. That's his character. That's his job. So, yeah, he wasn't included on the card. Could he be legitimately upset about it? Probably, yeah. But I don't think he took that much. Mo- that t- didn't take it to heart like people are thinking he did. Right, he's just stirring. But yeah. He's stirring the pot. Right. Yeah. But, and, but he tried and, to buy a meal with the Intercontinental Title. No. Well, yeah. That, that too. <laughs> but, but do you think? Do you think that? I mean, clearly, even being in character, do you think that's gonna? I mean, does that foreshadow any amount of hey? These, I mean, obviously, just given their history, they're the two guys to look at. But there's another name in here, Zack Sabre Jr., who's been doing pretty well for himself, but he also lost at Forbidden Door. Like, do you see him as a potential sort of dark horse or how do you how do you see this playing out? So here's the thing. Zack's the reason why Naito had to drop out of the G1 last year. So that's Mm -hmm. a match you're going to have to watch Mm -hmm. watch for. Mm -hmm. So Naito also said that when he turns 40, he wants to retire. He turned 40 two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Mm. And his knees, Destino and Tranquilo, are very, very tired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so been for he, a while now, though, thi- huh? This may be possibly his last G1. Yeah. So he's whatever Naito does, he's probably going to go come in guns blazing, try to burn the whole place down like he always does. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he wants to be in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. That mm-hmm. was the promise him and Okada made back in January when Okada won the title and he was the first challenge, one of the first challengers. So it's one of those things where... Naito has a lot at stake. I think his match with Tanahashi, it's not going to be, well, you were in the main event of AEW. I don't, honestly, I think Naito could, could give two shits about AEW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, That's not yeah. his office. Yeah, New Japan's his office. He cares about the mm-hmm. IWGP World Heavyweight Championship scene. Maybe he'll do another tag run. Who knows? But I don't think it, like, with Tanahashi, everybody knows Tanahashi. He's the one who's been traveling to and from the States since last August. So if there wasn't some, like, there would be no better ambassador. Yes, Naito is wildly popular here in the United States and abroad. But Tanahashi's been the one who's been here. So I don't think Naito's going to hold that against him. Mm-hmm. But he mm-hmm. also he's also been known to, you know, get a little coy and a little, like, you know, push the buttons of the company to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
with the with the way that C Block is stacked, I can guarantee that there's going to be a lot of great matches in it. Yeah. yeah. Zack Saber Jr. Yes, he lost to Claudio, but the thing is, is that if you watch the, most of the results from that show, it was very it was skewed towards AEW. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah, also storytelling for Blood and Guts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was like it was it it kind of was a little unfair to you know, to to Zach because he got put in a really hard place. It was either going to be him possibly losing to Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. or him having to put over someone who just signed with the company. Yeah. So it, it was, yeah. he wasn't going to win either way. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even if he beat Daniel Bryan or beat Claudio, he was going to get booed out of the building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think the G one like he he won the New Japan Cup twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He challenged Okada this year and lost. Mm-hmm. He's another one who's been in the G1, has gotten far in the G1, but has never won the G1. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Zach's another one that I, I was hoping they pulled the trigger on him last year mm-hmm. while Jay and Osprey weren't around. The yeah. problem is when Jay and Osprey come back, Zach's one of the guys, just like Jeff Cobb, who gets pushed to the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, let's talk about somebody who they seem to not want to push the background. That's evil. Of course, he's got House of Torture <laughs> with him. Oh, he's evil. in C Block here. Uh, given that. Uh, he seems to be always an A title picture, not necessarily a top title picture. I mean, yeah. he just lost the the the, the never six man correct uh, titles. Well, he uh, could recently. blame that on Show because Show was technically the one who lost it. So, oh, all right, he didn't have his wrench with him, huh? No, well, uh, he, ha- he he had the wrench, but the rest of the House of Torture were locked in a dog cage. <laughs> I recommend you. That's problem. That's I'd problem. recommend honestly, honestly, chase that match up. It's a good time. <laughs> it's very it's very satisfying. Are, are you turned around? Were you? Had, were, was there a point where you were like, I have no desire to watch any House of Torture match, and now, like, it's, it seems like they're wildly fun <laughs> matches. Now. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom was kind of the low point for House of Torture, and it seems like since then they've embraced being a comedy act, and it's been a lot better. Well, that, that's the hard part for me is that I, I'm a huge, I was a huge Rapongi 3K fan. Yeah, right. Yeah. I love Show, mm-hmm. and I love you. So watching that, them break down, break apart, and Show become going through his Joker phase or whatever he's going through mm-hmm. right now. I kind of still have to support it because I want him to succeed. Mm-hmm, and as yeah. a default, I kind of have to support House of Torture because yeah. I also <laughs> want them to succeed. I feel like Evil, you know, when he turned and joined Bullet Club, he got served a raw deal just because he was in a time where you couldn't boo anyone, you couldn't clap. I mean, mm-hmm. he, like, he had a very difficult, you know, hill to climb. So now it's just like, I think they're just leaning into like, you know what? Forget it. We'll just lean into the shtick. We'll have fun. We'll do stupid, stupid things. Mm. We're collecting our paychecks either way. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's only a kick. 
a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, let's talk about the D block. And is there anybody here realistically that can challenge Osprey for that top spot? Because I'm looking at it and like I know Shingo was champion not that long ago. Uh, but I, you know, like Juice Robinson, I know he just joined Bullet Club. He's the U.S. champion, or he, he thinks he's the U.S. champion. But other than that, you got LP, Yoshihashi, Tokyo Pimp, and David Finley. I mean, I this is the one. So I've already done my points for all the blocks here. And we're going to yeah. talk about wh- how we think these blocks are going to shake out here in a second. But with uh, but I got Osprey running the table. <laughs> I got him. With, <laughs> I got him with twelve points here. I don't know. Like, do, like, what do you think? How do you think this is going to shake out? Like, who in the D block? is going to have any interesting Hmm. stories here. Well, for Finley, it's been seven years in the making. So he will, if anything, Finley will play, Finley and probably Shingo and probably Yoshihashi will play spoiler. Okay. I don't, I don't anticipate El Phantasmo as a junior debuting in the G1, getting many points. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. may get four, may get four points. And I don't think he'll do it by himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it all depends if they're going to let him go heavyweight permanently afterwards or if they're going to just send him back to the junior division from whence he came. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like with Juice there, Juice and Yujiro, you have to anticipate having bullet club shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Um, Shingo could be could probably pose a good threat to Osprey because, you know, they have great matches together. Mm-hmm. I kind of want Yoshihashi just to ruin everyone's day, but I don't know if they have the guts <laughs> to pull the trigger on him. Um... <laughs> But I would be more inclined to lean towards Shingo because you have the possibility of having Shingo versus Naito in a semifinal. Do you oh, think? Yeah. Like, do you think that's a possibility with the, with how much they love Will Ospreay? It like could what's the per- be what's the percentage? That see, happening? well, I I think they like they like uh, Shingo a little bit more than Osprey because when really? Shingo was champ, oh yeah. When Shingo was champion, he had, one, he got a long run with the belt, and two, he stayed in Japan and did his job. He did mm-hmm. not go back to the UK and vanish for six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, defend his title by fighting Young Lions on New Japan Strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Naito, I believe Naito versus Shingo was a matchup we were supposed to have last year, ah. either during the G1 or when Shingo had the belt, but Naito was injured. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where... If this is possibly Naito's last G1, mm-hmm. you don't want to leave that money on the table because Naito mm-hmm. versus Shingo that night will sell out if it hasn't mm-hmm. already sold out. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee it. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. It kind of seemed like D Block was a two a two person, a two man race between Shingo and Osprey. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and whether their match, one on one match, is going to kind of determine it or they're going to wait till. One thing I want to ask you about is how they structured the final night. 
um, and how, whether in any way that could potentially telegraph potential winners because you got matchups like Archer versus Okada, uh, Naito versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, you got both Shingo and Osprey in action, not against each other. Um, you know, between the graphics where they have uh, one person each block really front and center and how they laid out this last night, does it kind of telegraph to a degree who at least is going to be down to the final two in, in, in each block? It's possible, but at the same time, those matches on the last the, the the last match for each contender in the blocks, those are also the matches that are probably going to determine if someone advances to the finals or not. So I think on the last night, like one one would be uh, Jay versus Tamatanga, mm-hmm. and Tamatanga's hell bent on revenge after getting mm-hmm. kicked out of Bullet Club after you know losing the getting the Never Belt and immediately losing it back to Carl Anderson and Bullet Club, mm-hmm. having to deal with Juice and all that stuff. So it's one of those things where I feel like that's the night that you have to be careful because that's the night where a lot of spoiling is going to happen. Because that's what happens every year in the G1. Yeah. It's either the G1 or the best of the Super Juniors or any tournament that New Japan runs. The last night of league play is the one, probably the most critical to keep your eye on. Let's talk about that B block because we didn't really do that. We sort of skipped over that. Jay White, obviously the champion right now. He was front and center for Ben Dory's front and center for New Japan. Um, I mean, w- when I look at this, I see like, you know, two guys who are kind of comparable I think Sonata and Great Khan within their respective factions uh, Ishii is always there to you know to rack up some points just because of you know his his, his legacy and his and his stoutness just he's a tiny tank him being a brick wall man <laughs> uh, Chi is always good for a laugh but he also can play spoiler like that dude yes. busts yeah. out he has yeah. the, 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 yes. the tearaway pants and then like you said you got Tama Tonga out there who how like Again, having not paid as close attention as I'd like to, how much is the is the Tama Tonga story legit, or how much is it like oh they're just sort of phasing Gorillas of Destiny out? And I mean, does he have a real shot at making a go of like a singles run? Well, here's the thing: in the G1 last year, he was one of Okada's only losses, mm-hmm. and he beat Okada clean mm-hmm. with no help. Mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to that match with Jay, guaranteed there's going to be someone or somebody's or at least like a locker room empty out. People are going to get involved in it, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the him doing the never having the never championship for that one match at Dominion, it was a, t- a, a litmus test to see how he could do on his own. Mm-hmm. And he started to he's he's actually started to take a more focused approach at being a singles wrestler because he's been a, a tag wrestler for so long. It's yeah. the same thing with Juice and Finley. So many of them have been, become, or you know, Goto and Yoshihashi. They become synonymous with the tag division. Sonata. God, I need, I, I need Sonata <laughs> to, to win a G1. They, yeah. they keep like, getting him, like, between the G1 and the New Japan Cup, they keep getting him almost to the end and then they just like, they back out on him. He's always the mm. bridesmaid and never the bride, and I hate mm. to see it because I'm a huge Sonata fan, and I yeah. want him to succeed. Yeah, that I don't need a, Jay White yeah. as ch- as champion to be in the semifinals or the finals of the G1. I need him knocked out because he'll have a, uh, a long line of challengers between now and Wrestle Kingdom if he yeah. able, is able to keep the championship. Well, that that was that leads me to a question I had in mind. What are the odds that they might do something like that, have Jay White win, and then get to pick his own opponent for Wrestle Kingdom? Because that's kind of, at least in recent years kind of unheard of i i mean it's always a possibility but jay's like i don't want to defend my championship i don't want to i don't want to have to 
you know, that was his thing with the, the AEW match that turned into a four-way. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to defend it against any of you guys. And mm-hmm. it's like, do you really want Jay White to sit on the title for another five months to Wrestle Kingdom? No. You, you It has to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I think Jay scrambling to incline... Because when Jay White is in danger, that's when he's the most dangerous. When he has something to lose, those are some of his best matches. When he was the IC title champion, some of his best matches. When he was the mm-hmm. U.S. championship uh, champion, some of his best matches. So it's one of those things where I like it when he's hungry, but when he's also in danger. Mm-hmm. There's also the matter of uh, the two night. The, Wrestle Kingdom is going to be two nights again, correct? Is that I'm get, they haven't announced it yet? But okay. It, it, after doing three this year, yeah, bare minimum, it's probably going to be two because at least with <laughs> that Kingdom way, week, a yeah. whole week. <laughs> God no. <laughs> um, the thing is, is that it, it's it's kind of like how you know WrestleMania has become. I, surprisingly, WrestleMania started doing that after New Japan started doing two nights. But like mm-hmm. the the card breathes more. The matches have more time. Oh, Every, I love the everybody. Everybody gets an opportunity to have there are more singles matches as opposed to everybody being in four to eight man tag matches. So it's one of those things where I hope the Wrestle Kingdom's two nights. I also hope we can get into the country so I can go to both of those nights. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yep. I, if again, if the New Japan Stardom show in November does really well, who's to say that they won't do a third night? That's another one of those shows. I mean, mm-hmm. really sh- very shortly after, but it's very possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's each talk about where, where, how we have our blocks laid out here. Let's start out with the A block. Karen, you're the guest. Where? Let's get your point totals for these eight for this A block here. How do you? Th- <laughs> how, what, what, what's the story that's gonna that's gonna lead down to the final here? How do you see this playing out? I think Tom Lawler is going to be the sleeper hit. I feel like. I'm really bad at math, so hold on. One, I think two, is the three, is four, the point five. total forty two altogether? Like you have to divvy up forty two amongst everybody. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So you have you have seven competitors. You have six matches. So f- two points a match. Right. So twelve points is the maximum you can have bef- in order to advance. Right. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Like runs the table. Right. Yeah. Twelve runs the table. Yeah. Um, I don't see honestly, out of all four blocks, I don't see any one person getting to twelve. 10 maybe. What do you have? How many points does Okada have? Okada's going to have, I think it's Okada, the A block is probably going to come down to tiebreakers. I have. I would have Okada and Cobb at 10 probably. I've got, uh, for, for that one, I've got Okada. I've got Okada with one loss against Cobb. And mm-hmm. then he's got to chase the rest of the time because I think they fight the first night. They do. Yeah. They fight the first night. And so I've got... Okada with 10 and because you can't have a tiebreaker at that point and Okada advances uh, Cobb will end up with 8 so somewhere along the line he's going to lose 2 matches uh, to I don't know who maybe Lawler that'd be cool Lawler and Archer or something like that Um, one of the things the G1's bad about is they don't do time limit draws because I think each match is a 30 minute match I didn't bother with any draws (laughs) neither did I I because they don't ever do them yeah right so (laughs) I I couldn't I couldn't trust them to to have a 30 minute match and in a time limit draw is it I mean that's another thing to think about though like Oh, I guess not. Because, like, also, like, Wrestle Kingdom, if Wrestle Kingdom is going to be two nights again, they love mm-hmm. to tell their two-night story with the main title, which I love. I think it's amazing, and I wish WrestleMania would start doing that. Um, like they last, have too many titles. Last <laughs> year, yeah, yeah. Last year, we had Okada and Shingo 
for the title in night one, and then we had Osprey mm-hmm. waiting in the wings for night one, which I always thought they should have done it the other way. Um, uh, yes, agree. That's that was that's the correct answer. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so that's that's how I have Larson. How many? Who who's your top two guys with points here? Oh, I would think it'd have to be Okada and Cobb. Um, again, yeah, I I, I I do think that Lawler and Jonah and, and Lance Archer are going to have relatively strong showings. But you know, this is ultimately Okada. I think Okada is blocked to lose. Um, yes, if, absolutely. If he, if he doesn't advance to the semis, I'd be I'd be shocked, absolutely mm-hmm. shocked. If he doesn't advance to the finals, I'm going to be shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the B block, Karen. Who who are your top three point getters, and and what do they have? This one I had a, a tie at eight. Uh, Sonata, Okan, and Taichi. And Jay, yeah, how Tai-Chi. many points does Jay White yeah. have then? Six. Jay, what you think Jay White's going to lose three? Does he have two points, Karen? <laughs> I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna draw. He's gonna. He's gonna either tie it. But get eliminated on win losses. Mm. That would be my own. That would be my. I would acquiesce to have him at eight, but he's gonna lose. He's gonna get eliminated based on who beats him. Okay. All right. Set up his his uh, contender for the next uh, next uh, pay per view. Burning fire or burning spirit or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. House on fire. House on fire. Yeah. House of fire. Uh, Larson, who do you have for the B block? What are your top three uh, vote guys? I mean, honestly, with my choice, I'd have Tai Chi run the table here, but I'm not picking. So, um, I feel like I got Jay White, and I'd say probably Jay White, Sonata, and and Great Okan be my top three in some order. I feel like we're going to get Jay White maybe advancing to the semis, only for Okada to beat him because Jay White traditionally has Okada's number. Um, maybe this is the win that Okada gets, but he ultimately f- falls short. Maybe the Naito in the finals, um, uh, and then uh, you know if they want to do Jay White and Okada prior to Wrestle Kingdom, they could do that, or they can do uh, a match against Jay White against somebody else. He loses too, like maybe Tai Chi. Uh, if it was up to me, Great Okan would run the table with twelve, just based off of his Vegas adventures alone. Oh however, however, unfortunately. Uh, that's not going to happen. I've got, I, look, I'm a simpleton. I've got Jay White. He's the champion uh, with 10 points. Sonata, he's always, what you call, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. He's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. I got him with eight, and uh, and I got Great Okan with six. Also with uh, Ishii also has six, and then you got the rest of the lumps coming up short after that. <laughs> Actually, no, you know what? I've got Tomatonga with six also. I got Tomatonga with six, Yeah. Taichi with four, and Chase Owens with two. Um, I don't know who Chase Owens is going to beat. Maybe Tai Chi in a comedy match. I don't, oh, don't know. Well, re- remember, Chase Owens has a win over Tanahashi, so he could easily pin Jay. That's true. I don't know if easily is the adjective I'd use there. E- easily. But, Conceivably. But we'll move on. Uh, Possibly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Accidentally. Accidentally is the good Not on go. purpose. There, you go. Yeah. there yeah. we go. Yeah, Stumble botch. into. Uh, let's talk about the C block here. Uh, so I'm going to go first with this because the one thing that I noticed was the final here. So I've got, let's see here. What was my, I had my little story here that Naito and Tanahashi would, that would be actually a tie. And you had mentioned Tanahashi, no, you had mentioned, you said that wasn't, it, did you say it was Zack Sabre Jr. that, Led yeah. to Naito Injured getting Naito. kicked out. Yeah, yeah so first, his first match of the G one. So they're fighting. They're they're the last match. They're on they're on the last day. Tanahashi versus mm-hmm. Kento oh. was the night before, Ooh. and so if it ends up being a tiebreaker where Naito beats Tanahashi early on, uh, 
and then faces Zack Sabre Jr. in the final with him and Tanahashi being tied up, Naito would have to win that. Naito moves on. So I've got him and, uh, and Tanahashi both with 10. And then after that, I've got... After that, I've got Zack Sabre Jr. with like six um, because you still have Kenta and you still have Evil and you still have Goto there. Like that's a that's a stacked field right there. It's, it's a solid field. It really so is. like as much as as much as I love Zack Sabre Jr., I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just I didn't give him a whole lot of points. I suppose I could. I mean, it's like at that point, I mean, I could take the two I gave Hanare away from him. <laughs> and he, he can have a donut and Kent and or Zach Sabre Jr. can have eight maybe. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. What do you guys, so Karen, what do you think of C Block? I mean, C Block, per- personally, it, that's my block. That's my jam. It has pretty much a lot of my favorites in it, including Evil. But I feel like it's going to come down to Naito and Sabre. Kenta is probably going to play spoiler for Tanahashi. Or... Goto might play spoiler for Tanahashi. Well, they do. Kenta and Tanahashi, they have that's the, the their match is their last matchup for the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. the block. Yeah. I, I think I think that match will determine which one of them doesn't advance beyond mm. the block. Okay. Um okay. I would love to, the G in the G one to be Goto's G, but when you're in the same block as Tetsuya Naito, it's not gonna happen. I have Naito advancing regardless. Okay. Any any number crunching I did, it always came back to Naito because mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be his G one. Yeah. Okay. Larson, your C block. What does it look like? Um, I think it's gonna come down the last night between Naito and Evil. Naito's gonna win his match against Zack. Goto, are you playing? Spoiler. Beats Evil despite House of Torture's best efforts. Naito wins C block. There you go. Uh, let's talk about D block with Will Ospreay. I know, Karen, you said you don't think anybody's going to run the table. I've got Will Ospreay running the table with 12. And then coming up behind him is Shingo with eight. And then you got you got Juice. Hey, that's one person we didn't really talk much about. What's your thoughts on Juice Robinson these days? Um, well, I was in Chicago when he had his allegedly last match, and it was, you know, it was a good match. It was kind of heavy. We, he, he left out really saying goodbye to anyone. He just, like, raised David Finley's hand and left, and now we have rock hard Juice Robinson. Mm-hmm. I mean... This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Bullet Club really didn't need another body, but I guess it gives him something to do. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping he's all healed up from his appendicitis that he had, which caused him to you know, not defend the title, and now the title's on Osprey. I feel like Juice might be the spoiler for Osprey. Mm-hmm. Because okay. Juice ha- still, you know, possession's nine-tenths of the law. He still has the belt, but Osprey's the technical champion, mm-hmm. which is interesting because that's the place Osprey was last summer when he got injured and went home, and they put the belt on Shingo. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Juice... If anyone's gonna spoil it for Osprey, it's gonna either it's probably either gonna be a juice or a combination of juice and Shingo. Mm-hmm. I have Shingo advancing. Ooh, okay, Larson. I would love to see Yoshihashi do it. He's not going to, but <laughs> in my heart, Yoshihashi's always a champion. <laughs> Larson, who do you see coming out of the D block? Uh, I, I'm convinced now, thanks to Karen, that Shingo's gonna advance because we get. Yeah, Shingo I'll probably change Naito. that before our official predictions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, Karen, you're doing you're doing good for us here, Karen. 
Yeah. I um, mean, you like money, right? Because Shingo versus Naito, it would be money. Lots of money. Lots of money. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. Um, so yeah, I, I got I got Shingo advancing. Will um, I think yeah he's going to take that L to to juice because when they eventually have their title unification bout, it's entirely possible they might have Osprey end up winning that. Um, and so Juice gets his win here. Uh, yeah, Shingo, I think is gonna is gonna advance from D Block. Will Osprey right behind him. All right, um, I'm changing mine just so I have this in the back of my pocket. Get over here, number All right. ten. While you do that, go. I got, I got okay. a, a question for yes. Karen. So last year, Jeff Cobb almost ran the table. Huge breakout performance <sighs> in the Jeffrey. tournament. Is there someone this year that not necessarily can run the table per se, but can have a huge breakout performance like Jeff Cobb did last year? <sighs> See the the the, dif- the difference is is that last year it was the the good enough one because they had almost everybody but not everybody because Osprey mm-hmm. wasn't in it Jay wasn't in it mm-hmm. and you know so and Naito had to drop out so I think Naito dropping out kind of helped Jeff run the table because I believe they were in the same block together as well if I remember correctly yeah I don't remember either um so it's one of those things where it's like I would love to say I'd love to, I, I mean. Would I like to see Jeff, Jeff do it again? Yes. Is he going to? I don't think so. I'd love to see Okan do it. Is he going to? I don't think so. Like, there isn't any one person I can look at this table and say, yes, 100% they're going to run the table. They might try to do it with Osprey. They probably will try to do it with Okada. But, like, Okada's going to go on maternity leave after the G1. He doesn't need to win the G1. So it's one of those things where it's just like, what's the point? I mean, Okada's already been world champion. He was world champion for the first half of the year. Does he really mm-hmm. need a G1 on top of everything else? No. <laughs> So it's like I don't see. I like. I would love Sonata to do it. Are they going to let him? Probably not. Goto. Are they going to let him? Probably not. Okay. Let me ask you this. This is sort of because I'm I'm putting together my B block for predictions. Um, feelings aside, for mm-hmm. what you want for Sonata, right now, who would you rather be at this point in their career, Sonata or Great Okan? It's tricky. Because Sonata isn't someone who came up through the New Japan Dojo. Okan is. So Okan is a company man. He has the company company's backing. He's doing a lot of PR stuff for the company. He's doing, you know, he's doing stuff with stardom. He's doing stuff like with the smartphone apps and stuff like that. So it's kind of like apples and oranges because Sonata had to claw and scratch his way into New Japan. And after six years he got his first title. And in his before even for his first defense, he got his eye his eye socket shattered. And had to give up the one title he just fought, the one singles title he finally got. So it's it feels like I want redemption for Sonata. I think they need to do it at some point. But if if not the G one, are they really going to make us wait until the New Japan Cup next year? Mm-hmm. I mean Sonata's young. He's in his early thirties. I think he's like thirty three. Like him and Okada are about the same age. So it's not like he's like running on borrowed time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But Okan is still like he's also new. He's junior in age and experience to Sonata. So it's one of those things where it's just like, I'd be happy with either of them advancing, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if, they, if they're if they willing to risk it when you, ha- again, when you have Jay White in that block. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But either of them could theoretically beat Okada and advance to the finals and lose, which mm-hmm. I mean, as long as they get, one of them gets to the semis, that'd be great. But it's, it's one of those, I just don't know if the company is there yet. They like to go with what's comfortable and what's mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. Okada 
is safe. Mm-hmm. Jay is safe because Jay's ghetto's you know cash cow right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Tanahashi is safe. Naito is safe because mm-hmm. those those are the tried and true yeah. success stories of New Japan. Yeah, but they that's one of the things they've been bad about is minting new champions. It's mm-hmm. the same thing why the junior title has stayed with Ishimori, Desperado, and Hiromu for the greater part since Kushida's left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Robbie Eels had it, but for a very short time. Mm-hmm. They're, right. they're, they're afraid to try new things. So let's do this now. Final answer for now mm-hmm. on for the for this episode. Final okay. answer for semifinal matches, because I believe it's A block versus B block and C block versus D block. At least okay. that's what Wikipedia said. Um, I mean, so who, Karen, who do you have for your semis? And then uh, who do you have as your G1 winner this year? See, it's hard because I'll end up with three people from LIJ and Okada. Because <laughs> 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 I could see Okada versus Sonata because they have the rivalry there. And I could mm-hmm. see Naito versus Takagi. And then it'd be Sonata versus either member of LIJ because those are the matchups we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Okada and Naito kind of have this like this promised date for the for the Tokyo Dome, so I don't think they're going to blow it on the G One, especially after Okada went won the G One last year. Mm-hmm. Whether it was by, on purpose or by accident because Ibushi got injured is a different story, but I don't think I I don't I don't know I just I just feel like Sonata might be the one. This might be this might be Sonata's year. Who knows? So you're thinking you're thinking right now it's going to be Okada versus Sonata. Mm-hmm. And or then, Okada versus Okan. Those are the only, those are the only two outcomes I could see. Jay right. Jay doesn't need it. Jay unless Jay doesn't have a championship, I don't see him winning the J one the, the J one the G one. Final answer, Same. Karen. Who is your G one winner? It's. <sighs> <laughs> Of the four people, oh, uh, sorry, Sonata needs it the most, but it's probably going to be Naito. All right. Larson, who's your semis uh, and who's your G1 winner? Semis, I got Okada versus Jay White. Okada goes over. Uh, other semis, I got Naito and Shingo. Naito goes over. So your your G1 final, you got Okada, you got Naito. Naito goes over after taking, what, two L's to Okada earlier this year in yeah. title matches. Um uh, Naito's like, I don't need the Wrestle Kingdom match with you, Okada, this year. I'm fighting Jay White for that title. Uh, Naito goes on, and if this is his last year, he gets to he gets the main event at least one night of Wrestle Kingdom. So that'd be great for him. All right, just to be different, I've got Okada versus Jay White, but Jay White goes over. Naito versus Shingo, thanks to Karen's input. Naito goes over. Naito's your G1 winner. So I think we just solved it, everybody. <laughs> it's, the answer is probably Naito. <laughs> the answer is Naito. I, no, the honestly, is this Naito. is why I'm, I'm so happy that you came on because I had no yes. idea about that stuff, about Naito, about him saying the stuff about being 40, about retiring, any of that mm-hmm. stuff. He, he said that several years ago. Okay. And it, it's, been like, it's, it's been like a ticking time on like people, people have been waiting. And it, it, the conversation started up more last year when he got knocked out because of, it, because of the injury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that was awesome, and that helped that a lot. And Thank hopefully, so much, the friendos appreciated it. Karen, we so appreciate you being on. Uh, it, now, now you're stuck. Now you're going to be a regular covering New Japan for us. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to make sure that we bring you on for these previews. So, thank you very much. And yeah, where could the people uh, find you? 
If you want to follow along on my wrestling journey, you can check me out on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Hey Karen Sensei. I also do stardom coverage at postwrestling.com, and I have a weekly column called Dream Slam Weekly. I'm also a feature writer for Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and my second article will be coming out in August. Ooh, what's it about? Can you give us a preview? I'll tell you off air. Okay. <laughs> we get the scoop. All right, everybody. Ooh. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter.